Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cool combo in here. Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cool combo in here. Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, war. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis. Is coming in live. Crack when open. Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Yeah. Friday. Welcome to Big Talk and Brewskis. I'm Marissa Smith. Uh, this week we have Arachnid Daniel. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. We've got Jason Cross. Hello, guys. I didn't lose 30 pounds in two months. <laughs> this is it's true. He did not. And we have Rhonda Handsome. How you doing, Rhonda? I... I, I told you before, but I will tell it to the uh, the people watching us. I love your glasses. Oh, yes. I love them. They're fancy dancing. You know, what, what's interesting is that I got new glasses, and I forgot I had my phone in my back pocket and went to the bathroom, and the phone dropped in the toilet. Ooh. So I oh. ended up with new glasses and a new phone, and I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. Okay. Because I, <laughs> I had to adjust to the new lenses and definitely yeah. adjust to the new phone. But I love these glasses. They're a little sparkly. That, yeah. I, that's yeah. what I love I like about Sparkle yeah. some bling, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. When we get carrots? off... <laughs> <laughs> 24, 24. <laughs> when we get off air, I'm going to have to ask you where you went shopping. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, you guys always have the best frames for your glasses, though. I, I love... Yeah. I love yeah. eyeglass yeah. frames. Because, like, I started wearing glasses when I was in first grade, and I used to have, like, 
the real like crappy like get them for free. What grade did you start? First grade. Oh, oh my wow. Gosh. Yeah. I was, like, what, I like was a little later. I was like around the sixth grade. Yeah, I was like grade. fifth grade when yeah. I started wearing glasses. Yeah. So you have had a longer history with them. Yeah. In fact, when I was getting mine, I was thinking, well, you, Marissa always has these like great <laughs> frames. I want to have some great frames. This is like good, the great you. frame sisters. Yes. Right yeah. yes. Well, How can you it. tell when your eyesight's going? Oh my God! Everything don't even start blurry. talking about yeah, it. Yeah, blurry. Because yeah. see, I, I it gets blurry it, to me sometimes. It but might, then it, comes it might back. not even and get headaches. blurry. It might not even get blurry get because yeah, you I do did get headaches. not change my glasses for five years. I got new ones. Yeah. Oh. And when I went in, they did all of this blowing in your eye and uh, dilating your pupils. Turns out I'm losing my peripheral vision. So. Oh. And oh, wow. I didn't even realize it. So yeah. it, it may not even be happening. So you have to go in. Like things get smooth sometimes. Like you know how this looks very sharp. It gets smooth. You, and, and you should get a check. Yeah, you but should definitely get a check. Last it, check. It doesn't matter. One year. No, I mean, it goes. Yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't matter. Yeah. You should get a check like every year. Because like I. I know last well. year I was 2020. Because like I, I went and uh, I wanted to get like uh, my eyes checked. And I hadn't had uh, them checked in like uh, two years. And like my prescription totally changed. But like I noticed like I was getting more headaches. And like for me, like uh, when I don't wear them, like everything from a distance, it's just kind of like a beige blur. Like I, I don't like I. I know, like, oh, that's a man, that's a woman, but, like, I don't know that I know you until, like, I, you're, like, here. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just, like, because well, if I don't have my glasses on, and a lot of times, like, people are just, like, oh, I saw you at such and such a place, and you didn't say hello. It's just, like, was I wearing my glasses? Because, like, everybody's just a smear. Like, wow. It's just, like, I could, re- I could recognize people, like, without my contacts, but it's, like, the reading, like, far away. Well, that's what, when it's I have like, my really... contacts on, I'm fine, but, uh, ooh, this... Okay, with, I ain't that with bad. With the glasses, you, if you if I don't have my glasses on or contacts, uh, it, I would need a dog and a cane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you, you read that right there without your glasses. Uh, I know there's something over there. Exactly what it is. But once I put my glasses on, I know it's big talking brewski. Do you uh, have you ever had the transitions lenses that like as soon as you like go out into the sun it like turns into that's, sunglasses? Yeah, that's I, what I got. With I had them in high school. I love oh, them. Really? Yeah. I like those too. I was like the coolest kid in high that's school. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like transition to sunglasses. To sunglasses, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, can you sleep with them? With your glasses? Oh my! Or my contacts. contacts. Uh, yeah, the contacts I have, I can sleep in them. No. They're like you're able to wear them up to like thirty days, like nonstop. Nonstop. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh that's crazy. I don't yeah. like sleeping in mine. Yeah. Damn, all y'all got contacts. <laughs> you the only one with twenty twenty vision, brother. And, he made it. <laughs> and that sounds like it's fading. Well, like looking at the computer too long is killing my well, eyes. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely. Oh, we're always on a device sometimes. Mm-hmm. Always. I think yeah. And and we are mammals, and we were made to be able to see far away, to see danger, to be able to know where we are, to recognize things in the open. And everything we do now is so close up. That I could do in the dark, though, because I'm running Central Park at night, and I can make out like all shapes. Like I could see someone in the dark, maybe up to 50 yards away. You run in Central Park at night? Best time to run. uh, Yeah, right. Yeah. What? Okay. What? There's no, there's um, no I feel like that's there. the best time to get murdered and raped. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus, like, I'm you a boxer. Jason, I'm you seeing all of this? Shit. Ain't nobody raping this. Somebody come over to me. They getting murdered and raped. <laughs> <laughs> murdered and raped. 
male or female, right? I'm making a point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Today would be robber found <laughs> murdered in Central Park. <laughs> <laughs> he had blood coming from his anus. No suspects. <laughs> no suspects. <laughs> Jason's oh like, God. welcome to the gun show. Yeah, they, they found one dreadlock next to the privacy. <laughs> a little dreadlock like this. It's uh, crazy. So, uh, Ronnie, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. It was just normal. I just worked and that was it. Worked the nine to five and now I'm doing big talking brewskis. All right. Yeah. Man, how about you, Jason? Yeah, it was cool. Got back from um, Chicago. I did a couple of shows in downstate Illinois. How was it? Last weekend. Fun. You know what? I'm like, where are these Trump towns now? Because everybody's so fucking liberal where I'm going. I'm with the Danville, Illinois, Peru, Illinois, and they're like all Bernie Sanders people. And I always thought downstate Illinois was like the antithesis of Chicago. But do you but think they're not. just we're not telling you Illinois. because they're, they're... No, they're like... very open because we'd be fucked up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and they, you know, they said other shit. Why not say that? Yeah, mm. I... I don't know. I mean, the Russians did help him. I I feel like this at this moment things are very very tense all over. In my opinion, I mean, there's like gossip and rumors and name calling every day. It's the window. pissing contest, and that's just between Remy Ma and Nikki. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you win a game. That's crazy. So, Rhonda, how was your week? It's been great, Marissa. Uh, it, it's been really great. Um, I've been enjoying stuff like uh, I was in um, I was at the Brooklyn Academy of Music for the screening of the comedy documentary I Be Done Been Was Is which uh, features me and Marsha Warfield and some other comedians and it was just fabulous you know part of black history right. uh, month there uh, they were uh, honoring black women filmmakers, and Deborah Robinson was the director on IB, Dunbin Was Is. And uh, I was part of a panel there, and I had a chance to see my svelte 1983 self on the screen. And <laughs> it, it, it's just fabulous. Absolutely so now I, the film is IB, Dunbin Dun Was Bin, Is, which was is actually a quote from Jane Galvin Lewis, who is another one of the comics who is featured in the film. Yeah. Okay. And But I didn't even, first thing, I didn't even know the whole festival was happening. I didn't realize that I was supposed to trial for the entire festival. <laughs> yes, I'm doing one of my jokes with my tongue hanging out of my mouth, looking all lascivious and everything. And it is the poster for the entire uh, women, um, black women directors uh, cinema festival there. No, that's amazing. Yeah, wow. It was fun. It, yeah. it, it was really fun. So now what is the documentary about? It's, it's about black women navigating stand-up comedy in a male-dominated field. You know, that's really, wow. you know, an exploration of that. And Alice Arthur is the other comedian featured in there. And Alice was actually the comedian that I saw on cable. She was doing comedy. I said, because I was, at that time, I was just considering myself an actress only. And I said, oh, I can do that. And Alice was actually the inspiration, you know, for me to, to, to get started doing it. And, and it follows us with interviews and performances. Okay. Uh, yeah. And and so now you said uh, your poster was from you from when? The, the, the poster for the entire right, festival but what, what, was a picture of me performing what? actually in Washington Square Park. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I also used to perform in the street. Uh, oh, wow. I never did uh, Washington Square Park a lot because that was... 
the territory of Rick Aviles and Charlie Barnett. That's Rick, what I was going to ask you. Did yes. you perform with Charlie Barnett? Oh, I, I, I performed with Rick Aviles, and I used to see Charlie a lot. But there, th- that was their arena. They would have, both of them would have people like three to six deep around there, and they would leave the park with duffel bags full of money. Yes. yes. And uh, Charlie Barnett was actually, the, the legend is, is that he was really supposed to be the black uh, person on Saturday Night Live, and he had an issue with literacy, and that's oh. how um, Eddie, Eddie ste- stepped that's in right. into that. That's a legend. That's uh, you know the, that's the the legend, the, the mythology. But um, but I used to perform on the street. I would perform in Central Park, and this particular day, because neither of the superstars were there, I I performed in Washington Square Park. And I, what year was this? That, well, the documentary was done in '83, so it's okay. like '83. Wow. Wow. Oh, it's not so mine. It's from 83. Yeah, yeah. yeah wow. That's why I said I saw my 1983 smelt. Right. So yeah. now, what do you feel is like the biggest difference in comedy in general, and then comedy as being a black woman from 1983 till today? That's a really interesting question, Marissa. Because when I started. Um, uh, well, not even when I started. And then the, around the middle time when I had people, when I had management, when I had an agent, publicist, all of that stuff, uh, they got my jobs. They put they put everything in motion. And, uh, and now I feel like uh, it's all about you creating content constantly and putting yourself out there. It's like... Um, I, I was so concerned with making sure that people knew I was going to be on your show that I didn't even prepare to be on the show. <laughs> because because, Marketing. The, because right. the main thing is putting your name out there saying, I'm with Marissa Smith today, you know, come on, right. tune yeah. in. And um, uh, so, so for me, the big change is like going from uh, waiting for your manager or agent to call or say, this is what's happening to now, just always creating content right mm. so now um i guess like from for like i'm gonna say that that's more of like a generalized comic thing because uh i feel like a lot of comics today don't even have representation and a, a lot of times they you can actually get fairly far without representation just because once you start getting those Twitter followers and the Instagram followers and you can like go to a club and say, hey, look, I've got 170,000 people following me on and Twitter. And put those butts in seats. Yeah. And, and so then, you know, you can start booking yourself that way. Um, but I'm assuming that back then um, it, it probably... Uh, was a bit more controlled. It was it was controlled, and, and I was fine with this with it that at that time because uh, I was a regular at the original Catch a Rising Star and okay. the original Improv, and we would go in there, and every night there were major producers in in the in the house, right? And mm. also there were always the the houses were packed until sometimes one two o'clock in the morning. Wow! So people would do their gig in Jersey or Connecticut or wherever, and come in at at midnight and still get on and and do their thing. And there would most likely be a producer there for some television show, and 
And at that, at the height, I remember I was either doing a radio show or a television show just about every month. You know, right. all you know, all of all of the shows that were going on, and they loved comics because we were self-contained. You right. Know? Oh. And um, but for me, it's a really big adjustment. You know, when I came back in and realized that, well, first thing that I didn't have people anymore. I, didn't have, I, I was my <laughs> own person on my own. You are your people. <laughs> I am all of my people. You're, you're, you're and people. then, um, but also that life is online. That's mm. where your air is. That's where you get your oxygen. Right. And that was a big learning curve for me to just like, you know, start swimming in social media and and actually trying to figure out how to make some content. By the way, I blog on she's so funny dot org. You know, so it, it's it's a very interesting difference. And um I'm still adjusting, and I'm just glad that um, there's some people who know some of the stuff that I've done before, like touring with Anita Baker and Smokey Robinson, Diana Ross, and Aretha Franklin, and you know um, all of those people, and being at Radio City Music Hall and all of Vegas and Catskills. And then there's some people when I walk into a club, they go, "Are you here to see the show?" Right. And I'm, uh. yeah, and I'm trying to you know adjust to that, and you know let people know, no, I'm here to I'm here to hang yeah. out, and yeah. you know. If you have uh, five minutes, I'll get up and do that. And um, uh, it's a nice lesson in humility. (laughs) Uh Nice lesson in humility. So um, now that was kind of a bit about generalized the difference between being a comic in 83 till today. But what's the difference being a female comic and being a a black female comic uh, today as opposed to 83? That. Again, it's a fascinating question, and it gives me pause because, for me, I throw in the variable of ageism. Okay. Because if I was, you know, at that same age that I was in 83 and wearing my little short leather skirts and (laughs) little cut (laughs) blouses, I feel like... You still do. I'm on your Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Ronnie had some comedy Facebook. But um I think um it's it's different when you're more mature. In fact, one of my best friends is like uh seventy five years old and she's just now starting stand up comedy. Okay. And wow. it's a it's a very a fascinating challenge to watch her like try to navigate just walking in at, at her age. Um I feel like uh, it's a double-edged sword as far as being a woman of color because if you um, generate content, and I'm very proud of you for having you know your podcast and, and also your shows that you, you do all the time, uh, if you generate content and interest around yourself and have a posse, you know, it, and you're talented. Did you just say posse? Yes, yes, she said posse. Yes, yeah. yeah. you're taking it back to well, 83. <laughs> well, what do, what do we call it? Now? Your crew, your what? Crew, your, yeah. your squad, your squad, no, team, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Posse, yeah, that went damn. Team like Rondo, being the Rock funny Kim. Negro. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what but she no, was I, saying, so she dated you too. We all knew what she was saying. We all did our but now. I haven't heard posse it. in a while. <laughs> yeah. Posse, you still say copacetic? 
<laughs> no, but right now things are copacetic. Copacetic in this room. It's beautiful. And thank you for the beer and and these handsome men and your lovely self here. I'm just oh, delighted to be thank sharing. You. We're the delighted to have you here. Yeah. So um, delighted to kick it with our posse. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're a part of Rhonda's posse now. I just I'm not feel so cool. <laughs> We are the handsome Sorry posse. Sorry to stop you, but you're yes. the posse. It took me back a little bit. He's so. just all right. like, oh, right. He's about to put a letter on someone's jacket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you have your hustle going on, yes. you know, it is possible to keep buzz around yourself and keep uh, keep people interested in you and noticing you and and I think you know uh, with the with the internet with everything you know being electronic that's the best you can hope for until you know somebody says oh you know I think um, I, I want to pick that up and put it on a on a network or on Amazon or Netflix or something or, you know right. give you a rea- produce your reality show I mean because Issa Rae was like doing her own thing for a long time before uh, you know yeah, she was picked yeah. up. She yeah. was picked up, yeah. And in the meantime, she was also reaching out to other people because I did Black Actress with Andrea Lewis, who okay. was on De- Degrassi. Uh, she had uh, her own web series, Black Actress, and that was going for a while. And then Issa Rae came in to produce that. So, you know, it's it's really about creating and also, I think, about reaching out to others. Yeah, that's how I was going to ask. You feel like you're more connected with, like, your audience now over the, because of the Internet as opposed to, like, in the 80s where there was no Internet? Um, no, because there were there were other ways that like, you would be directly in contact what, with your people then. Um, but now I'm, I'm constantly reaching out to them, but I never know... Um, I can never count on what's, what's going to be coming back because the internet is like a void. You're shouting into the into the void. You're just throwing shit on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking spaghetti, but shit <laughs> will do <laughs> It's fucking Friday. <laughs> so it's a different way of being in touch with people, you know, and um, it's... Uh, uh, it's not like more. It's it's a different way, and also okay. your 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 outreach is larger. You're casting a net a very globally. Large net. You're, yeah. you're casting a global net. Yeah, you're casting actually. a large net. Yeah, that's funny though. It's like we had social media though back in the '40s and '50s, the ghetto grapevine. When they had the Chitlin Circuit, well, yeah, the word would carry through the black community, like yeah. And you know what? the The truth of the matter that we are constantly under surveillance by all of our devices, which you know that that's been yeah. going Not on even. We gave for, it away. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we, well, we agree. We check that box to agree. Mm-hmm. Microphone, pictures, location. You know, uh, I'll, I'll tell you. Come to my show. <laughs> Really, we, we are uh, under total surveillance. I actually went to the bathroom and my toothbrush started beeping. It was, you know, a little disconcerting. <laughs> but we may have Did you to... have extra fiber that day? <laughs> <laughs> 
Because uh, I know that, mine goes off when I have dairy. That brand muffin. <laughs> it was the brand muffin. But I hope we don't have to go back to hanging a quilt out on a on a line to you know let people know what's going on because that's the way we got around with the slavery times. It's you the know, only safe bet now. Put, put the laundry right. out. Well, it's it almost close to that with that safety pin bullshit. Oh please! Now, how can people expect you to feel safe with uh, a wearing safety, a, safety a safety pin? pin. You know what I want? You can't I, I it, want a Kevlar dress. That'll make me feel safe. Just yeah, yes. give me a Kevlar dress. I want to see your ballot. <laughs> like I want to see who so did you know vote for? I can do it from safe or not around you. <laughs> you know, especially because like that safety pin thing was also very big, and like the neo Nazi and the. Um, like it, it, it was right. yeah the alt right communities so like I uh, you know when I see like a safety pin and it's just like ah it's a trap it's like, a trap <laughs> <laughs> the whole world is a trap at this point I, well safety we used to just be able to look at our skin and be like oh this is a cool person but not anymore no, because there's so many. Well, a lot of people talking about parents. Ben Carson. So is, yeah, so <laughs> oh slaves are immigrants. I, Did you over, hear right? him say that slaves were oh, immigrants? immigrants. Yeah. And I just wonder. I just How wonder. How does his wife fuck him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is, his wife, is his wife black? Yes. yes. Candy. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Candy is so nice. Um, Where's Candy from? Uh, I'm not, oh, she black, black. Too. I'm not candy. sure. I'm not <laughs> black, black, black. What eye? <laughs> a little hard over. Right? Uh, somebody yeah, made a meme in. that scared the hell out of me because they took the two black caretakers from Get Out and put them side by side with Ben Carson and his wife, okay. and that scared the heck out of me. Uh-huh. It's uh, it, you can't tell. I, I used to feel like you know when I was growing up, when we would walk by each other, even if we didn't know each other, you know, you, you give a little nod. Yeah, yeah, like I still do it. But you know who uh, came back? Uh, Clarence Thomas. Well, he was always there. No, he like because this this new law they're trying to pass where the police can seize any of your things that they suspect you of any criminal activity, mm-hmm. and he's actually fighting against that. Oh. Once oh. Master Scalia passed away, that nigga was free. <laughs> <laughs> he's free. He's shaking that shit off. He's coming out of that trance now. He really? Just wants yeah. to put all the coming cubes the back trance. in the coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, he could have not said anything. He's very vocal about it. Well, he has been known for being quiet. That's really. He's very vocal about the, it. The, his reputation. Master I, Anthony Gone. Well, I'm glad he's Anton, fighting for something. He I'm glad he's fighting he's for something. He's going to die because soon. He needs to try to rack up some karma points. <laughs> He's got a lot to rack up. Yeah. yeah. So I remember when he was trying to get confirmed and every black person was like, they just doing that because he's black. Then as soon as he got in, he was like, I'm cutting affirmative action. He switched up quick, man. I don't think he ever switched up. Uh, I I think it just brings a, a valid point, though. It's It's kind of like people in in this day and age with the current political climate and situations like you have no idea where you stand with them um like do you feel like it's affecting your comedy or comedy shows a lot well i think it is affecting me because i i almost don't concentrate on personal material anymore because I feel an onslaught of stimulation from 
the uh, political climate that I just keep reacting to that. And it's like that's all that is is happening in my world. It's you know, it's nothing more about you know Seinfeld's you know one sock in the in the washer anymore. It's like, are we going to be able to live? You know, right. we have health insurance. You know, no, we're oh, not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for answering that question. Did you guys read about Trump Care? <laughs> yeah, that's why we're not going to have health insurance. Read about no, Everybody will about. be covered with dirt because they'll be dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, unemployment, the unemployment <laughs> numbers will go up, up for grave diggers. That's, how, that's where all the unemployed people will be. That's where the death panels are. You get lemons and make lemonade, you know? Mm. Don't get sick. That's the bottom line. Don't yeah. get sick. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy. It's, it's like literally... The GOP is trying to make health insurance prayer. It's just like, but a pray. lot of them are going against it, though. A lot of the Republicans, a lot of them don't feel like it's it's uh, going far enough. <laughs> Taking they just away entitlements, are afraid it's, you know, that they're not going to get reelected. But it's passing through like a lot of committees in the House right now, which is a little bit frightening because I think that they still. Um, they're still riding that Trump means. train, you know. It's like, that. don't they? Do they have like a deadline, like Monday or something, that they have to get through all of this stuff? Yeah, yeah. they. They. Oh. I mean, it's definitely I under two weeks. I don't know the exact date when it has to get done by. Um, you know, Ryan did his whole PowerPoint presentation to death, um, and it. It's, it's, oh, I thought it was a whiteboard. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, it was, it was the background. No pun intended. Yeah, well, you know, it was damn, white- all this because Obama made fun of him at that correspondence dinner. Yeah. <laughs> because you you know why he named it Trump Care versus yeah, Obamacare. Obamacare. That right. motherfucker's vindictive, Trump man. Yeah, even you gotta like that though. That fucking vindictive. Call yeah, it Trump he's like, Care. huh? He doesn't even want to call it Trump Care. What does he want to call it? He hasn't really said, but he doesn't. I think he wants to just have call you seen it, his buildings? <laughs> he wants to call everything after himself. But I think but, the <laughs> but I think the health insurance program. Yeah. He doesn't want his name on name it because on it. it could very well be a failure, and, and he doesn't. And he doesn't want that to follow. You him know, around. he just yeah. wants his failures to be personal. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> like shit on the chest. you know, bankruptcy <laughs> works for him, and I'm just hoping he doesn't feel that's going to work for the nation. But I mean, this this man is already. I mean, one thing is that all of the the money making aspects of the plan they're they're killing. So like, if you don't have insurance, you get like a penalty that puts money into the government they're going to kill all of that yeah. so like this is a completely a system where the money is just completely going out they're doing away with um, any sort of mental illness coverage so well that's good because the mentally ill can now have uh, guns so exactly wow. exactly so you got mentally ill people that can get a gun but can't get therapy that makes all the I'm sense telling y'all get y'all oh gun permits goodness. on and start going to these ranges <laughs> really it's, yeah it's crazy get you a vest and a gun you, you'll make it through that and like <laughs> people <laughs> like people making $250,000 a year or more are all getting like tax cuts but like nobody else is and then they're going to uh, cut the taxes on the uh, like CEOs and the board members of the insurance companies that for healthcare for healthcare. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's basically 
all of the people in middle America that were like, oh, I hate Obamacare because my deductibles are so high. You just put the noose around your own neck. I hope you're happy. You they hate Obamacare because it's named after Obama. Obama. It's right. like, oh, I hate Obamacare. I never saw a doctor in 30 years, and then I got Obamacare, and now I realize I have an extra spleen. I hate that nigger. What <laughs> <laughs> like, well, the thing is, it's an Obamacare. <laughs> There's no Obamacare based off a of sliding scale, so they can't be paying that much. Like, I went to West Virginia and did some research for a show. The median income is 13000 13000 so, The median, yeah. A year? So that means some people make less than that. What? So how much can their Obamacare be? So, like, 13000 means you're doing well. And, uh, right, like, no, they're doing well. In West Virginia, that's middle shit. class. In West Virginia, that would be middle class, yeah. Wow. I could... I was reading this article. That's why about, I said like, we're in a fucking bubble here, man. right? Like, and a big time bubble. I was like reading an article that like, uh, like middle class is between twenty five thousand and seventy five thousand dollars a year. I could believe that. Like, how? I does... think that is as much a construct as race. That is ridiculous. The middle class, yeah, all of, and it doesn't matter because we're the class system that we're dealing with isn't even really based on that. It's like so much deeper uh, than, than where money. the power yeah, is than, than, yeah. than the money. I think that's part of Trump's vindictiveness because uh, he may feel like he was never part of the, the blue elite blood. blue blood power circle he's you know oh, he never will be. he's that scrappy because he sounds like a plumber he was but he still sounds like a plumber was he born into being a blue blood like with the duponts it, it, it's well his father worked. was like nouveau riche but back in they like the, yeah, the 50s yeah, yeah. Oh. He, especially if he was german his name would be like von trump if he was like part of German royalty, well, or his something. name is Trump. Like Dump. <laughs> Trump. Or, Trump. Or Trump or something Trump. like that. Trump. 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 <laughs> I. But you, you know, gotta give it this, to him. Honestly, I feel like this is level, all because, like, his yeah. pro- like the girl that he wanted to take to prom was like, "You sound like a plumber. Get away from me!" And then he's like, "I'm gonna fuck the world." Like, or at least grab it by the pussy. That's yeah. why we grab it by the pussy. That's why we need bullying. Bullying is motivation. Look how much motivation He's been motivated by being bullied. Yeah, bullying is how that yeah. all happened. Oh, bullying is how we got other people too. Exactly, he was motivated. The money from the princess went to where? Donate to who? Well, it was based on the people's charities. Yeah, it was based on people's charities, like the celebrity apprentice. That was the celebrity apprentice, and that's just like a tax write-off. But um, I would never forgive him for what he did with the Central Park Five. That you know, his, yeah. his oh yeah, campaign for people that and, don't know. Yeah, and you know, okay, take us back to take the us, because <laughs> well, it was it was actually a campaign that he had against these boys, these young boys at the time who lost their lives. And later found innocent. And they were, you know, some someone came through and finally confessed. And and they were fighting that confession at the time. They were fighting that. And these uh, young men, uh, Yusef Salam is a, a one of the names that, uh, you know, stands out to me. But these, these young men spent decades. And what were they the, they, they were They were accused of, uh, it was called the Central Park Jogger 
case. Uh, and, why y'all got to uh, bring this up after I talk about running in the park? This is why you need to keep your ass in that park. Well, to make a long story short, Trump waged a campaign uh, the whole term of wilding came out at, at, right. at that time and uh and he took out full page ads castigating these these young men and and you know and calling for you know their incarceration and and um and in true trump fashion he has never apologized and these young men lost their entire youth and half of their adult lives mm -hmm. and and he really uh you know when Did he they get paid uh, i well i uh, i couldn't give you the exact figure but even if they did get paid i mean How part of their it? soul is lost if you're 15 years old and you spend 20 years in jail yeah, i mean absolutely. the stuff that's going on in there is going to scar you up and down yeah. internally <laughs> yeah. as well as, as physically, physically. Yeah. Uh, you, you know you know imagine so like and no amount, no amount of money could compensate for that loss no. imagine like going into jail before there was the internet and coming out when there was uber like wow. you know what I mean? I know it, people like that. It's, it's just <laughs> like, uh, like imagine like you go into jail like before there were cell phones and like you come out and, and like, like everybody's got a cell phone. You literally every single human being's got like a little computer in their pocket everywhere they go. Like, Damn, I love people like that, you know but they adjust broadcasting system. Yeah, <laughs> I have a friend that went in under Carter. He probably came out under Bush too. Wow. But, uh, yeah, he has a web page and everything. <laughs> I'm about to get on this. Yeah. <laughs> New thing. I guess he kept his ear to the ground, but uh, got merchandise on there and everything. <laughs> I can sell stuff. Too. I'm a little hesitant about movies, leaving my movies, credit card movies, number movies. on there. <laughs> Shame on me. But you know, people always come up stepping on our back. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's true. Well, we built the country. The country, right? You yeah. don't know why, but like. We built this city on rock and roll. That was just in my head. Go on. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we we definitely we we built this country, and many of the companies. I mean, we were currency for Christ's sake, yeah. right? Yeah. Traded at the stock exchange. Straight traded. I mean, many of the the, the companies that uh, were slave traders in that era are still successful today, and they would not have had the foundation. It had it not been for slavery, right. Johnson and Johnson. For it. I mean, we're in an area right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. right here in the middle of Wall Street. I was going to say, right down the street. And that could be proven. And that's oh, yeah. why they still companies. walk us up to this day, Ariel. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why I keep putting my hand in sticky stuff. Uh. Sorry, I'm having an OCD moment. Uh, <laughs> we get on the subway. Like, no, <laughs> I don't know why, because like I get comfortable and then I put my hand like in, in this little shelf underneath, and and oh, there's no. something sticky in there, and I do it every. Oh, week. you don't know what they do on the show after. <laughs> Before <laughs> us, after us, before. all I know is that like I pull my hand out and shit's Ari sticky, knows. and I just like she's not saying nothing. <laughs> she knows why the table's sticky. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, I keep telling you not put your hand down there. <laughs> she gets them all excited um but it, it's crazy to me that we have trump that 
you know, was so uh, vigilant, I'll use, uh, against the Central Park Five because he claims to be so law and order. And then his... Well, law and order is just another term for being racist. Right, and then his national security yeah. advisor just uh, legally had himself deemed as an agent foreign of a foreign agent. country. Foreign agent. Yeah, uh, which is basically like, hey, guys, uh, my bad. I was a spy when I was in the camp playing <laughs> Like, I, I don't understand. And I don't understand all of the things that are, uh, and especially... You know, I I was not uh, I I I I, I was Marissa. Part- I really I really want a list of all the people in the Trump administration who are not agents, who are not operatives, who have not had interaction Sean Spicer, with Spicer because he's the only one that looks like he's fucking nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everybody was saying he had his his uh, American flag pin on upside uh, down down today he's because like, he's Mayday, under distress. Mayday, yeah, SOS. <laughs> Help my ass before <laughs> Melissa McCarthy <laughs> does this on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And then, like, today, he's just like, uh, don't make me move this podium. Yeah. Like, uh, but who's going to do something about it, though? Nobody. That's the problem. No one. Who is going to do something about it? Because I really resent that people knew some kind of stuff was going on. He could come in, out and say it. No uh, September, October. Even a little around August, yeah, and all of this mm-hmm. stuff just kept moving along, moving along, and I, you know, I, I just feel like I just hope that he does not do so much damage that it's going to take us uh, a decade just to come out from under this. I mean, Obama finally dug us out of the the bush, the bush ditch the bush. that yeah. we yeah. were yeah. in. And really and and they're starting to move. They're moving, and they're moving in so many directions at, at once. I mean, just the voter suppression alone is making my head. Spin. It's like they're playing three-card Monty with our government. Yeah, we we got to clear our minds because it's some ultimate goal they have, but they have us looking every direction, and they're probably sneaking in the big plan. Well, all you're right. we have it's to do is figure out. We're looking here, 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 but what's the That's real the magician's agenda? calling yeah. card? What yeah. does Putin want? That's the bottom line. Like, it, it's so insane to me. He could be getting played, too, though. No, I don't think so. Trump is... Huh. Trump I, just got hold of the strongest nuclear power in the world. Why does he even care about Putin now? Their, their nuclear um, capabilities are matched to ours. We're, we're, I wouldn't say matched. They're strong, but not like Americans. Their their army is is, is <laughs> inferior to us, but their nuclear yeah. capabilities are matched to us. They they literally are the only person that can fight us in the ring nuclearly. But like who what, what does well, it matter? I was one. just going to say well, I don't want to know I don't, don't want to debate who, right. the numbers because if we start up with that in South Korea, I, I don't know this strikes, whole week has been shooting right. off missiles. You know, if, if whatever the numbers are Afterwards, it's just going to be like a wasteland. Well, let, you <laughs> know, North Korea yeah. keeps Who has shooting that off the, blood? the missiles. I'm sorry, not the <laughs> Korea, yeah. South Korea <laughs> just lost their president um, due to impeachment um, uh, for, I, I believe, like, there was some sort of like bribery, m- corruption. Yeah, corruption mm-hmm. and, yeah, bi- yeah. and bribery. And one of them, the dude from North Korea, killed his brother. 
Right. Yeah. Half brother. But you know what bothered me about that? Two of the women, the women, when I when we talk about you know equal, because we can be killers. Yeah, we can be killers too. (laughs) (laughs) The women said that they thought they were on a prank show. Yes. And I'm going. Well, was was Ashton Kutcher there? Was Steve Harvey there? Why they think they were on a prank show? Because they, they. because they were asked to to do what they did, and they thought oh they were asked to put something in his food. No, no, no so to like smear his face. Yes, oh. so they went and they put some sort. Now this is how come they didn't? Die I would have exactly. That's right. that's where I would have thought. Okay, if they said that someone came up to them, put said, "Hey, do you want to be part of this TV show?" Put like like lead gloves on their hands <laughs> and then spray Did their they have hands. With on or? No, like they're not saying. I don't I'm, know what they had. What, one of them had like, a T-shirt on that said "LOL" or something. Yeah, like and, and so then they were just like go up to this guy, and it was like basically like baby oil, and they're like go up to this guy and just like put it on him, and so they're like okay, and so they're like oh hey how are you, and then they go and they smear this baby oil on him, and, and then the he, dude he, dies like two damn, hours I want later. Some of that shit. He straggles. Water to the counter and <laughs> drops dead. Yeah. 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 So and, and, wait, and they caught the women, so they're probably going to jail for like ever. Or I think probably, they're, they're like, at least dying. three or four other people But how come they didn't die? It should be in their skin Exactly. Well. That's yeah. the whole thing. It's just like, how did they... Now, if they were just like Hell, he somebody, was dying put, already. What? No, no. 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 What, was chemi- what was the name of the chemical? No, they probably it, gave him a uh, VX. Is it a yeah, VX? Yeah, it's something. an oily substance. Yeah, it's like the most died. toxic. It's too poison. expensive for me to get any. I, was gonna yeah, say, I just wait. wanted an ounce or two. You know, <laughs> you had a couple people to take care of. <laughs> it's like, is it gonna do something for my back? <laughs> and what did he do after they rubbed it on his face? He, he, died. he just he just sort he of died, like, he straggled to the counter in the airport and, and fell quick. and fell out. It's a, it's very quick. He didn't have bodyguards. No, he he's he, well. He has a reputation as a playboy, and and I wouldn't really know. But what I understand is that he was, you know, he was he was just Koreans tra- get it in. Did he say what Koreans? <laughs> 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 I got more Korean women rubbing on me. <laughs> but this one was rubbing Rub some BX on. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's that? That ain't new. What the fuck are you doing in Korean? <laughs> Boy, that's no why I don't pay to, to let people the touch Koreans, you. Uh, you know, I've, uh... you have friends who are Korean. I, <laughs> Very close <laughs> friends. I, I have friends that are. I've dated Koreans. Uh... <laughs> Some of her best friends are Koreans. Alright. Uh... <laughs> um. No, it's it's just it's crazy the the entire thing. And uh, to your point, like who can't you back into Putin like it's I've been watching like religiously like Rachel Maddow queen uh, oh my gosh she's killing it she is killing it and every single segment that I watch of hers I'm just like I can't leave my house like that. Well, the well, thing is, so in depth. I, I, I feel ambivalent about that because I'm looking and she's and she leans in and she and she gets that little that little smirk on her right. face like you know, this is to you, this like. is what's jumping off. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know? and I'm like I can't watch this anymore. And then I put it on and she comes back. Hey, where's she getting this shit from? Because she connected a Greek guy, a Russian guy, a house in Florida, Turkey, some yeah. dude getting divorced trying to hide his money. Because I remember when he first bought the condo next to Central Park for like $98 million. And yeah. I was like, get the fuck out of here fuck. for his daughter. She's for never 22. been there. Never been there. 
98 million dollars. And she's yeah. never been there? Nope. Well, I that's well, born you have, to the you, wrong you, father. You, right? <laughs> you have yeah. to you have to move that money around. That's what Rachel has well, he, been he talking about. The the moving the money right. around in a semi-legitimate way. And he bought right. a house yeah. from Trump that was worth 20 million Which for like another the, 90 million. Right. It, it, it was he like, had to give her 4.5 billion dollars after divorce. Yeah. That was the settlement. So he had to have at least 10 billion. But like this is a, the you the, know these figures are making my head swim. It would have just right. been it would have just been cheaper because I'm about a middle class been cheaper to go middle class. 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 Ain't no middle class. I'm not even talking about middle class. I'm trying to figure out how to make enough money to afford affordable housing. Okay, right? <laughs> he's talking about ninety eight million dollar houses. <laughs> Their hustle is different, I guess. Yeah. They think of getting a penny from each person in the world or something. I don't it's know. Like, but, also, but yeah, he dropped like $300 million on houses. It's about the paperwork and it's about, you know, skimming, getting yours off the top. And that is one of the other things that Trump is always good at. He gets his off the top. He gets the license. He he avoids the responsibility or 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 just um, that's because he's licensed and just uses his name. Yeah, and or he, or he you know licensing is the best way. That's the best way to stiffed. make money. License something. Mm. I did that with a catchphrase. It's the best way because you don't have to. Do what catchphrase? Cougar's the only cats I'm not allergic to. Oh baby, I wow. like that. <laughs> 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 I'm looking at you. I can give you a one year lease right now. <laughs> Five <laughs> K, you can use it unlimited. <laughs> unlimited use, okay. Five K. Speak to my Fuck, accountant really about that. that. <laughs> but She's licensing like, is the best play. <laughs> <laughs> licensing is the best play in the world. Yeah, but I'm not really so, knocking his hustle. It's, it's evil to some people, but I see what it is. We just got to think bigger than what he's thinking and see where he's going. I'm going to go back to this house. Okay. Which one? The, Central the, Park or the one in Florida? The one in Florida. Okay. The okay. one in Florida with uh, the Fertilizer King. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was yes, the... Yes, I'm watching the queen. I'm watching her. Um, it was the largest real estate sale in the history of America. And nobody we, was watching. Like... <laughs> The largest He's never been there, right? Real and the house was shitty. Like it had mold. It had mold. Yeah, it had mold. It had ego problems as well. What? I'm sorry, I'm not spending two dollars on something with mold. But right, let alone Rodney. That's where the pizza rack goes for vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's nobody's in, in the, and nobody lives. Like no one's lived there. It's empty. It's, it's empty. empty. See that? See that? The fertilizer never lived there. Trump never lived there. Rub oil on his wife's face. I'm telling you, 4.5 billion. I I gotta step he up has, my hustle. He has the resources. His wife knows not to let him have near empty her. condos and and houses all over all the, the world. world. And I'm available to house it for you. Rhonda Handsome Comedy on Facebook. <laughs> no oil. <laughs> it's it's crazy to me, and it's just you know, if this thing finally gets course corrected and it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen there's no <laughs> bigger gangsters to back them down it's none like, if it gets course corrected <laughs> she persisted why she persisted I persisted <laughs> god damn it she's still like this who so, has, who has a mob Lord big enough to take them down power animal uh, but <laughs> if this course gets corrected I feel like 
everyone that voted for this person should be tried for treason for voting an agent of a foreign nation in our fucking White House. Marissa. This is crazy. I, I do not disagree with you, and I have a vendetta against the 53% bitches who voted for him. Mm-hmm. I, I am not even thinking about the men who did this, but the 53%. Even when I see from the Women's March the, the sea <laughs> of, of pussy hats, I'm looking and I'm going, some <laughs> of you bitches voted for him. 53% of you bitches voted for him. Probably at the women march, eighty percent. Let's, well, Let's be real. Plus they know. Well, because there's no the, black women there, the so you got to cut up. the numbers. Yeah. You know, there's no it, Latinos. Really. This is why I did not ah, participate so in the strike. And and so and the problem, like, and and I've said this uh, on Facebook for people that are on my Facebook or whatever, and they get very very upset when. I say, like, all right, 53%, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call it what it is because there's statistics. 53% of white women voted for this man. So if you're in a room of 10 white women, about five and a half of them voted for him. And if you state that statistic, it's like, oh, well, you know, that's that's not accurate because, uh, you know, that's not New York or that's not... This is overall. Overall. And so, I. Uh, you know, how bad did your boyfriend in high school beat you that you think that some man saying grab him by the pussy is. What well, is my thing with the religious people that voted for him, too? How well, the fuck are you so religious right. and you don't like people you. cursing, but he says grab him by the pussy? And, and that's like, fine. Yeah, my vote. That's right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because my, he my, thought Obama was a Muslim. But my hashtag on that is, is the... Uh, <laughs> all about that. Let me see the birth certificate. <laughs> the, uh, 50, I want to see his birth certificate. Go on. He doesn't, I want to see his tax returns. Uh, that right too. But, yeah. See, that's because no one's thinking like a comic, though. Like, if those politicians were thinking like a comic, he's like the ultimate heckler, and the comic let the heckler win. That's what happens. Because, I mean, they let the heckler win. He's a non-politician that beat out seasoned politicians because they didn't know how to deal with the heckler. He heckled the shit out of him, and the heckler took over the show. I'm going to blame it on the Republican Party because they allowed uh, their entire party to get hijacked. It's taken over because he's not That's what I'm saying. He took them out like a comic. Look, you got the dummy that lost his website. You got Marco Rubio, who totally got destroyed. You got Lion Ted. He ran through all of them. He just had them for dinner at the White House. Yeah. Right. And, and he blamed JFK's assassination on, on his father. father. Insulted his what? wife. Right. Called little yeah. Marcos. He called him a homosexual so, who couldn't pay his bills. What? Yeah. Yeah. He, said, look, he said, yeah, Marcos, I know you hang out at those gay clubs down in Miami, and I have the proof. Well, yeah, the same detectives oh. who were looking for Obama's <laughs> yeah. birth certificate have the proof on, on Cruz. That is... <laughs> Talked about so, how his house got... Yeah, the over yeah, there. No. Oh my goodness. I'm definitely here touching the pearls. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They let the heckler win. Yeah, it's... The whole thing is... is it's, it's crazy. And... I feel like they had stuff for years to throw out at him. And he, I mean, I guess if anybody had 
the money of a foreign nation behind them to get them elected, they'd get elected. I'll blame Obama a little bit, too. <laughs> Everything is Wait. Obama. No, this is why I say Obama. <laughs> Listen, if you're the president I'm of the United States. I'm not going to agree with whatever you're going <laughs> to say right now, this but I'm going to allow you to say it because it's he still a free country. He should have never paid attention to him. Donald Trump was so minuscule. Why would the president pay attention to that He's been thinking guy? about this for a long time. It's sort time. of like yes. that cop. Remember the cop that uh, stopped the black dude from going in his house in D.C.? The one that stopped, Gates. that stopped Gates. And then Obama had drinks with him at the White House. If you're the president, why are you drinking with this fucker at all? Well, the, he, uh, he made himself seem small. He shouldn't do that. If you're the president, you're the president. Stick to that standard. Stay there. And then he would have gotten shot. <laughs> no, he lowered himself. He should have been. Come on. No, so I feel like no. the, the the problem. There were many problems with Obama. <laughs> he's not. He's he. But there were yes. Go on. No, there were many problems with him, but in comparison to this. Obama is in a class. By no, I'm him, not saying he's himself. not. I'm just saying don't pay attention to the peons. But here's Trump the problem. Trump was a, was a non well, was but a he non-factor. Had, he, yeah, non-factor. It's like if you go to Dave Chappelle and be like, fuck you. If he doesn't say anything, they'd be like, who's that crazy guy that said fuck you to Dave Chappelle? But if he'd be like, no, fuck you, motherfucker, they'd be like, oh, yeah. He so said fuck you Dave, to right. Rodney and Jason. Yeah. And then we become on the same plane as him yep. because he responded. Yeah, but you were looking at it. They from do it the all the time in rap battles. Who knew about Remy Ma before she dissed uh, Nicki Minaj? <laughs> right, now she's, she's on fucking Wendy Williams and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't respond dropped. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah popped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, now can you quote it? Can you quote a Nicki Minaj song? No. Me and my posse can quote it. Okay. He asked Yes. See what I'm saying? But you know, I hear what you're saying, but I, I, I don't, I respect. Respectfully disagree. You know, uh, Trump has the nerve to go. I am the least racist person you're going to be. Uh-huh. You only have forty years of racism legally uh, in the court system documented behind you. Uh, you and your father, who was also arrested for participating in the KKK. In KKK. So um, yeah, super not racist. Um, he says he's the least <laughs> Semitic person you will ever uh, well, he, meet. His, his and then he gives Jewish, a bro. talk about the Holocaust and never once mentions the Jews. I mean, this man has... But a, he mentioned you know his the son-in-law Jews is when Jewish, right? Yeah, but he and mentions the, the Jews uh-huh. when he's talking yeah. uh, for uh, Black History Month because... You know, Jews, black people, Let's all the lump same. them together. Lump them together. Just lump them all together. Do you know? Well, <laughs> speaking of Black History Month, I, I celebrated Black History Month by remaining black all month, and, uh, <laughs> and and Trump celebrated by offering an advisory position to Frederick Douglass. So, uh, you know, yeah. he, he did yeah. reach out. He exactly. Did reach out. <laughs> exactly. He reached down to the grave. What uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, he's saying stupid shit like that to get reactions, so you don't pay attention to what he's I really think he's doing. Saying Stupid shit like he can't be that he, dumb. He can't he help himself. I, I think he's that guy. The offer a position to Frederick Douglass. I he's forgot all that about that. Dumb. He he can't help himself. You probably yeah. have passed shits that have a higher <laughs> IQ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my What's up with the fecal matter today? This is all feces. I mean, when we're talking about Trump, hello. You have you have flush bed sushi. That has more logic and sense than Donald J. Trump. Um, it's Ooh, bad sushi. 
Bad sushi gets you. You never had a bad sushi? Never. It's like the burning, the churning, and the bubbling, and you're just like, oh, God. You're out of commission for a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> I love like, sushi. Yeah. Yeah. I never had that A place we would never go sushi. again. I love sushi. Dude, I love sushi, too. You're like sweating. It's like all y'all of a sudden, start, you're in the going middle of a room. conversation. <laughs> it could be the middle of January. You're in the middle of a conversation. All of a sudden, you got beads of sweat in your eyebrow, and you're like, oh, it's hot. What's happening? <laughs> oh, I had bad sushi. And like you're just running... You're just running. <laughs> Don't be on a train. Okay. No, like, that didn't happen to me last week. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's it's insane to me. And then what uh, I don't understand is his staff. Uh, well, I please get back to that point. Yes. But I just, I, I just feel like this man is... Uh, He's crazy. Certified. To say the things he does, it does not matter to him. He's used to having people clean up after him and not having to take responsibility. Right. And mm-hmm. he's and he's going to continue operating that way. You know, people who were waiting for Trump to pivot just need to take their meds because it's not going to happen. And, uh, and he... All he, these wait and see people, like, what did you need give to him wait a chance. and see? To give him give the him chance, chance people were, you know, were on my last goddamn nerve. Right. Am I not too bad? Give him a chance. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I always say I want to give him the same chance he gave the Central Park Five. That's yeah. That's where I am. <laughs> it's it's crazy to me, and and uh, my question really lies within his staffers because most of them are young enough that they'll be able to have a career after he's impeached, um, and. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I, I have my for fingers. That. That's what I'm I don't think he's going to be impeached, though. I I don't feel it, but uh, but, hey. I, it's, but it's, I'm open, uh, Marissa. I'm open to your uh, your thesis. You I'm going to follow the secret. I'm going to follow the secret. Keep on thinking and, like and that. You put out into the universe what you want back. So if exactly. we all are putting out, he's going to get impeached. But the problem with that is that Pence is next in line. He's he's just involved with all this Russian shit as as trump is uh like and and even brian has some trump connections they're probably literally gonna tillerson has trump like by the time you mean russian this connections? Whole, yeah oh they all have russian connections uh, by the time this whole thing is said and done shit. we're probably gonna get to like the minister of agriculture before <laughs> we have a new president <laughs> like it's, right. it's it's crazy but what does russia want uh, world domination yeah, we're already all, our country is that. already in chaos, yeah. Jason, and 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 between cyber warfare, I mean, this is this is the kind of stuff that is destabilizing. I mean, it must. If I were on that side, I would just be as excited as fuck. <laughs> it's like, you know, we're running around like ants in a maze here. I mean, yeah. did we not all see war games? Like, I don't understand. Like, this is my, my biggest problem right now is that, like, granted, I, I was a kid in the 80s, but I understood in the 80s that Russia was not our friend. Mm-hmm. Every movie in the 80s told us Russia was not our friend. I'm about to get into a bit right now, but they I'm back sorry. the civil rights movement. Russia is still not our friend. <laughs> um, but all of a sudden, everyone is just like, if you, the, the recent polls show that Republicans have a fonder view of Vladimir Putin 
than they do of Barack Obama. That's a sudden shift. That's a recent shift, though. But here's my problem, and this is why I think it all happened. (coughs) Alec Baldwin and Sean Connery, The Hunt for Red October. It was the first time that we ever saw a Russian character in a sympathetic light. It's like, oh, no, the Russians aren't all mini Hitlers. Like, oh, (laughs) he just wants to go to Montana. They're bringing a Russian submarine to us. Like, Russia's not that bad. And then people are like, oh, we can get along with Russia. Like, what's this whole Cold War about? I honestly feel like that's the whole reason why Alec Baldwin is doing all of these Trump impersonations. Really? He's trying to make amends for the (laughs) fact that he made America think it was okay to be okay with Russia. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's a new one on me. This is is my conspiracy theory. Movies are made to program you. Yeah, they are. They are. I wouldn't be shot. Tom Clancy is a dick. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But well, movies have been made to program us for years, but that's a good one. I'm t- like, honestly. Yeah. That's why you never see any black heroes in movies. Every once in a while now. Nah, but it's always some shit with him. Yeah. He's like some womanizer or, yep. or a um, homeless guy. Some shit. Uh, yeah, what's the one of Will Smith? Violin with the violin. Will Smith, where he was like the. Uh, An idiot savant. He was the superhero. He's a golf savant. But like he was a drunk. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's always something. Yeah. Shit, the movie 9 11 that. Uh, what's the guy did? Uh, Nicolas Cage was in. I forgot who did it. Uh, Oliver Stone. The guy that actually saved all the people at the World Trade Center was a black guy named Sergeant Jason Smith. Nicholas Cage played his well, part. Well, that's been going so on that for a tells long time. The whitewashing. But the I mean, white, damn. Yeah, the that, he, he said he didn't know he was black until the movie was halfway finished. Yeah. Yeah, that's well. But you didn't, right? Come on now. You they spent a hundred million dollars on that. And they right. didn't research. You didn't like. They'll look never it up have yourself. A no, they ass. did the research, and it was he a conscious was black. decision. Yeah, it was yeah. A conscious They'll never decision. have a nigga. Just like with the cowboys. But <laughs> well, the cowboys, the original cowboys, were black. That's guys. why they yeah. called yeah. them boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. They'd be cowmen. It's like, what's that cowman doing with that cow? I can't think of one black superhero. With Nicholas Cage, or was no, no, Luke Cage. Luke Cage, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. a womanizer. Is he? Why well, can't yeah. think of the name of that movie? Why is he a womanizer? Like, well, he's not in the Netflix series. I don't. In read the Netflix the series, he is. How is he a womanizer? Have he's... you seen the Netflix series? I saw the Netflix <laughs> series. All he was in. One of the Galileo Lanterns. And they didn't let him play it. Blade. Well, well, he didn't pay his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that a vampire can really be a superhero. Yeah. He's like half bad, biting motherfuckers right. and all that shit. Yeah. Find me one black superhero. But Luke, like Luke Cage, he, I didn't feel black like Pan- he was... I don't was... even know Black Panther is. Who's that? For X-Men? I guarantee Black you. Panther? Oh. One of them going to either have a drug habit. <laughs> oh, back child support payment. It's going to be something. There hasn't been one bona fide black superhero. 
Well, that's going to have to be you. You have to create it. Nah, because then they're going to fuck me up my personal life. He eh? <laughs> <laughs> was in the drugs. We you found know, this in his house. That personal life <laughs> thing. I know. I when know, he was 12, he did this. I, you know, I, I find When out. I was coming in, he said my name behind me, and I jumped like two feet off the yeah. Who the knows ground. me? And yeah, <laughs> he said, what are you hiding? I said, I have... A past. history. I oh. have a past. <laughs> <laughs> Even the real superheroes, they tear down. Memories. Ali. Look what Was they that get something to his when image. they stopped his son at the airport? Stopped his son said, at the airport. Where did you get the name Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Ali Jr.? Jr. <laughs> uh, I pulled it out of my ass. Okay. <laughs> my dad was like super into Muhammad Ali, so he renamed well, himself. Well, look how they fucked him over. That it's, was so insulting. And then the whole thing yeah. was just like Trump was all like, oh, and the Muhammad Ali was such a good Muslim and it was such a great service and this and the other thing. And then his son was like, where were you born? Uh, Philly? <laughs> 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 it's, it's like crazy world. And the whole crazy. thing is madness. What do you... Um, uh, and, and I want to ask the gentleman this. What do you think about this... Uh, Fellas... Fellas, hey. about this Facebook page that the Marines have of female recruits nude. What? I didn't even know about that. Oh, oh yeah, this He's is a going, big thing. Uh, send me the link. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Naked chicks with guns? And mm. it's actually, oh. it's it, the first investigation was with the Marines, but now they think that it's with other branches of the service mm. that they have been stealing uh, or either posting um, privately given pictures or taking them off people's accounts and then circulating them in private or Facebook taking pages. them while uh, unwittingly oh, un- or oh. unwittingly uh, yeah because yes. that that was my question where the women posing for these pictures yeah so some of them are like oh we're dating we're I'm dating you a nude pic some of them are like we just finished fucking I'm passed out you took a pic and they're posting it on a Facebook account. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it may be in several branches of the service. Now, uh, now um, I want to I want to hear what you have to say about that. Well, I know, but JJ is not your first well, uh, choice. Yeah, <laughs> JJ is not my thing. So I kind of feel like if, if they're not posing for it, that's absolutely. But the thing is, even if you're posing for it because you're in a relationship with you're a person. And you, that dude. And you want to. It's just, a violation of privacy. Shit. Hold on. I feel it's like a supreme this. violation of privacy. The one, people should be charged. Once you take a picture, though, and you send it to somebody. Nah, man. That's. <laughs> but a picture can be taken of you. A picture can be taken off your private account. No, but even if you send a, a picture to someone and it's private just between you two, you don't have the expectations that they're going to show it to someone else. But you better now. something worldwide. You better now. Now we live in a day and age where that's once you take happen. that picture and you send it, that's it. Like, you don't know what's going to happen with it, and that's just the world that we live in. I can't. You're not well, they, they have something called revenge porn where they actually charge people if they show videos of them having sex with someone and right. they break up and yeah. then they post the video. It's called revenge porn. You go to jail for that shit. So they could be charged under the same law with the pictures. So now, yeah. So now you're that that. But like, let's say, for instance, somebody passes out and they just start taking pictures like oh, that's not. No, that's that's horrible. That's. They could be person's. charged with the yeah, same that's crime. Like, what about if while you're passed out, they go into your phone and take and and steal pictures from your DMs or your private account, and they're posting them on the Facebook? Page. Tack on the another fix- charge oh. of larceny. Oh. That you gave to the good dick. 
Right. <laughs> Tap on another charge. They would have sent you. But you know what? That's why you have to have a phone lock <laughs> and have a code to get in. First of all, yes. But it's with your finger. I have the finger. If I'm passed out, you got to know the number. Boop. You can put it right on there. You got to know the number. Take that finger shit off. That's how you lose a finger. They're like, nigga, you gonna give me that picture? Retina recognition. Don't do it. Cut that. Finger shit out. Just straight number. Oh, this is the uh, world that we programmed. live in. I can't this is the world that yeah. we live in. And, and I see that's like on a lot of levels, you know. And um, I don't say like I'm glad shit like that happens to show how all, not for what you're thinking to show that all these people we're supposed to admire, like soldiers and cops, could be dicks too. Because people always say, you should listen to I a cop. They have authorities. A, they're the main dicks. No, but you know how they say, you know, yeah. you pay homage to these people and shit. But, you know, they're fucking scumbags like everyone else. Well, I think a, a great <laughs> example of that is that this week there was a retired NYPD officer oh, that, that killed himself. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, Not beautiful. When crazy. he got pulled over by the FBI and he uh, was under investigation for being in collusion with another Westchester uh, police officer. It was a big drug case or something? So uh, they were charged with a quadruple homicide and selling uh, a, 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 like a kilo of cocaine. And so a drug deal went bad. And uh, it allegedly, they uh, killed these four Mexican guys, the, uh, two of which I believe were a part of their operation selling the cocaine. They were their street men, and two of which were relations or friends of the two Mexican men that were part of their operation. They allegedly possibly killed them in a bar, um, and they uh, the guys went missing. They, they, they took a ride with these guys. They went missing. They never turned up uh they found the uh dismembered bodies of these four individuals on one of the uh four bodies on the property of one of the uh Retired a Westchester police officer's land. Ooh, that's he had a farm. That's, not good. that's not good to find the bodies on, on your, your own property. property. They should have right. fed them to the pigs. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so, <laughs> he's starting to scare me. Uh, <laughs> and so now, like while they, I guess, were under um, investigating this one officer, he probably dropped a name for this other officer. Uh, who was is uh, was I guess uh, voted the tenth strongest man in the world uh, or the country? He was like a big power lifter. He's on steroids, and uh, he had all sorts of uh, racist statues in his house. He had a Nazi uh, emblem as a tattoo on his chest, Whoa. and a swastika. Uh, no, it was an uh, iron cross. And so when he was pulled over by the FBI, he called the um, Rockland County Police, Havistraw uh, Police, saying, hey, why are you guys pulling me over? They were like, we're not pulling you over. It's not us. And then I guess he realized it was the FBI that was pulling him over and put a bullet in his brain before the FBI could get to his car at a traffic stop. Shit. That happened, I believe, on Wednesday. I saw the story. What? Yeah. And these are the people that you're supposed to put your hands behind your back when they pull you over. But this is the, you know. A racist drug dealer. 
a, on a, steroids. A, a racist murdering <laughs> drug dealer on steroids. This is dismembering bodies. Though. This is the but, guy but I, you have is, to comply is, with. Uh, yeah, and actually, yeah, a body dismemberer. What do they call that? That's that's intense. That's you know how like crazy Jeffrey you have to be Donner. to do this. You really have to be very crazy to cut up to join a body. Four of them. Four this is something that they it, yeah. did before. No, the crazy part is burying it on your own property. property. That, right. That's yeah. crazy. He probably figured no one was going to look there. <laughs> Nobody's going to look over here. I'm, I'm a police. Nobody's going to look here. These are also That's the like, same There's like Mexican bodies under here. Like yeah. <laughs> These are the same people who are harassing their fellow um, officers leaving nooses in their lockers and you know and jigaboo comments and graffiti and things on 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 their lockers and it's when people when we talk about systemic racism this is the system where it is and of course it's not everybody well these are the two if, that got if caught right <laughs> you know what i mean but what about their them? other teammates right. Exactly. Right. that, that got the swastika on his chest right. and everything what about those guys that are still out there? Four people and it's just two of y'all. That's yeah. <laughs> no, they probably did it just <laughs> right, to do, but they probably had the other people. Do the math. Do the right. math. <laughs> they had other people in on it because if they were doing it, that's just a dirty you department. You have to. You know how long it takes yeah. you to cut up four bodies? That's a dirty department. Yeah. Yeah. They have to investigate. Especially their, like if they know he has this iron cross. But you know why? You know why the feds don't do it though? Because they would have to shut down half the police departments in America. Well, they Most already like that. know that there's well, the infiltration of, of white supremacists within the law enforcement community. Yes. I could have said that. All you got to do is go look. Yeah. You could feel jail? the vibes. <laughs> you could feel the vibes. <laughs> Can't can you feel you the vibe when you're around racist people? <laughs> I can feel it. It's like a little humming in the air. I feel it. It's like, you know, when you stick your finger in an electric socket and you feel that. I feel like that kind of. I thought it was my cell phone, but it was the racist it's in the racist. Hand. <laughs> So you can feel that shit. I should get a job with the FBI. I can find all that. But the thing, you you, you say that, but they're, but they didn't they just have a lawsuit with the with black black members of the uh, FBI? And, uh, yeah, the that's FBI a racist or son of a bitch, yeah, too. It was Secret mm-hmm. Service. Oh, Secret Service, but yeah. because they were being... Um, Discriminated against for like the past hundred years, yeah. <laughs> and because right. they, they get so they, deep, they give we niggas the surface jobs. They put niggas out front, but you know they like even in the army, they put them out front. Yeah, go shoot this gun. They don't let you know how to make the bombs and really work this shit. Mm-hmm. Shoot they keep gun. that they for white people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we shit. don't go to war. Right? What war was it? Where only black people could dig latrines? Uh, um, World War One. I, I want to say. Probably Before. one, two, and no. By two, we were able to fly planes and have guns and stuff, but segregated. Yeah, oh, segregated. Yeah. Like in your own and, section. And then they gave everybody <laughs> syphilis. The Tuskegee. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Syphilis. But I mean, this, this shit isn't hidden. These are the no. people they just catch. That's another like some uh, medical professionals are saying that they believe that uh, allegedly because he uh, is litigious. Uh, but they're saying, like, some medical professionals are saying that Trump's behavior is that of someone that has untreated syphilis. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Because no, uh, it be causes mental soon. illness. <laughs> and um, there's different, like, factors involved in it. But they're saying that, like, 
he's kind of exhibiting the symptoms of like a typical person that had untreated syphilis, which would make sense because you know he's been in mm. porn and he probably likes a hoe or two. Don't does, does syphilis <laughs> leave some marks though? Don't it? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't syphilis leave some marks, a scab or something? And it's so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> No, to. I think that it's able to lie dormant in your body for a certain yeah, amount of time, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it's not herpes. It's herpes not like, isn't, yeah. like, syphilis. I, I thought we get, like, syphilis scars in their mouth or something. Yeah, like, it burns when you pee or something like, like I think that. it, like, burns when you pee, but, like, well, he think probably he thinks he's got a... Well, I think he would know if it was burning. A, like, he, <laughs> but he, he regardless of what is... If you're pissing out razor blades, I think... The behavior is affecting all of us. Yeah. And it's a nightmare. I have to tell you, since the inauguration I have been exhausted just from his shenanigans <laughs> shenanigans <laughs> even that you're supposed to be the president yes. and you're doing all these shenanigans <laughs> our president doesn't do shenanigans <laughs> our president is goddamn presidential goddamn it well, that's what Kellyanne says if he does it it's presidential because he's the president when when he's been acting crazy yeah just right. like when no, she allegedly it. sucks his cock that's presidential too uh, <laughs> doesn't she she look like, like a dolphin Oh yes! Like I've been all... around a lot of dolphins lately. So like she, she's she... definitely on <laughs> that face. Chicago, that face rings a bell. Every dolphin, <laughs> she's definitely on that. So smack. like she <laughs> used to work on uh, Ted Cruz's campaign, and she had like, and Trump. she went in on Trump while she was on right, on... exactly, and she looked like a normal person. And then all of a sudden, like, she starts working on Trump's campaign, and her veins are getting real ropey, and her hair's getting real thin, and she's getting <laughs> real thin, and she's looking like a cracked-out Sarah Jessica Parker. She, has, she lost, like, like, 30 pounds in two months. <laughs> <laughs> let me see the arms. <laughs> what you should have been asking was, let me see she's your feet. She's looking for something to throw. <laughs> Your feet. Oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so is that popping up in? And he's gonna take that penny too. He's like, oh, that's penny. Penny save, penny earn. Uh, Crazy girl. <laughs> you still <laughs> never asked to see her feet. Now that's where. Oh, that's why they shoot exactly in between the toes. Between the toes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's, you know... That's going to be the name it. of her book and when she leaves. Between, between the toes. In between the toes. That's that's going to be your special. And you're supposed to be an expert on this with your film. I know. I've been doing a documentary about junkies, man. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah. I saw the true side of them. I did the last interviews yesterday. They are some grimy motherfuckers. <laughs> I saw really? one junkie. Oh. No, because how grimy. <laughs> no, they set up right. You know, they had their little clothes and bags and shit on the ground. One left to go shoot up. Another one came over and just like ransacked this shit, stole all his money. Now, when you rob another junkie, that's fucking low. Well, that's <laughs> who you hanging with. You 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 get to kind of whoever you're around. But you, no what do you respect to get from a if junkie? If you at your though? grandma's house, you, you rob your grandma. But what do you respect to get from a junkie though? Like Whatever there. he got, right? He got some. No, he took like used bottles of water, a <laughs> pill bottle. Water in it? Yeah, he drank something and put it in his pocket. Took well, their that's food. why he took the water because he didn't have used water. water though. You don't know what those people have in their mouth. It doesn't matter. Like, they they He's still a friend of the junkies. Like, they oh, probably they, have the same strain of AIDS. 
They all have Hep C though. They don't know if they have AIDS. They're scared to take blood tests because they're scared to find out. I'm pretty sure. Come in. What's the name of the documentary? I don't know yet. Something. Junkies are grimy. <laughs> Junkies are grimy? <laughs> no, because it, go, it goes so many ways that I just even have to think of a through line because I'll ask a question. Then they take me on this whole nother trip and, you know. I, I think was, it should be called Between the Toes. Between the Toes. <laughs> Between the Toes. <laughs> Some toe jam. Prologue with Kelly and Conway. Oh, I know. So finding that hidden vein or something like that. Finding a vein between the toes or something. Yeah. It, in between the toes. What made you want to do that? Uh, um, it always was by accident. I was walking home one day and I see this guy sitting down about to shoot up, and I said, "Wait." He's like, "Oh shit!" Nah, nah. I was like, "No, nah, I'm not a cop. I'm gonna go get my camera and shoot this. Just wait." He was like, "Fuck you!" I was like, "I give you twenty dollars." He was like, "All right, I'll wait." <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I got a minute. Then I, I got him. a minute. <laughs> I shot. Yeah, I video him shooting up and started talking to him. And I was like, "Damn, this story is a bit fascinating." And then he was like, yeah, I got other friends. They'll do it. Then he introduced me to this girl. If you walk past 40th and 7th, you'll see them. They, like, got a little house out there. Then they got a condo on 42nd and 7th. I called it a condo because it's a little smaller cardboard box. (laughs) But their stories are very interesting. Very. Just how they get to it. All of them grew up in affluent homes, Long Island, Jersey. Got some sort of injury. Started taking Vicodin or Percocets or whatever. Mm. Prescription ran out, starts snorting heroin, starts shooting it. Next thing you know, they're on the streets. And this girl is 22. Oh, wow. 22. 22. She was a hooker in San Francisco. She said they doped her up for three weeks, kept her, and raped her repeatedly, and all this shit. And the guy she's with is a dope fiend, saved her, because they were going to sell her to Mexicans for sex trafficking. And she'd probably be dancing in the window in Amsterdam somewhere. And the guy borrowed a gun and came in and saved her. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. And so now she's, like, hooked to this guy. Because now she's hooked to that guy that does speed balls. He and, I got him on video injecting crack and uh, heroin. He, like, broke down the crack to liquid and injected. it. How do you what? break down crack into liquid? I don't know, but he did that shit fast. It was quick. He just... <laughs> then he started Practice rapping and singing. Perfect. Then he started yes. rapping yeah. and singing. Yeah. What? It, it's, it's intense, man, these stories. And they seem like cool people, but then when I saw them robbing another junkie, I was like, these are some fucking... They was waiting for you not to pay attention. No. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, then I have a wallet (laughs) when I came (laughs) in. He gonna gonna film us. He got some money. I let that that be known from day one. Where's my camera? Wait, wait, wait. I had a camera. My name is Jason Cross. I'm a boxer. I will fuck you up. (laughs) Boxing ain't had nothing to do with it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't so now, I can't be getting robbed by junkies. Right, I questions on us. Wait, so you would? Where would you watch them do this at? Like just on the right street? on the corner, thirty eighth and Broadway. On what? the, you know, on Broadway, how they have those tables and chairs uh-huh. set up right there. They shoot uh. up all the time over there. And then one guy is an ex Air Force guy. He was in a car accident, broke his orbital bone, blind in one eye. He's out there, junkie. Hep C. It's horrible, man. He don't want to take a test because he think he might have AIDS. What's the the um, the most surprising thing that you learned when you talked to all these junkies? All their mothers were junkies, and most of them mother most You're of their kidding mo- me. most of their mothers died from ODs. Oh wow! So then there's that nope. genetic factor. No, I take that back. The most surprising thing I found out is genetic factor. One guy junkie, another guy junkie. They meet, find out they're fucking brothers. What? What? Two junkie brothers sleeping on the street in Times Square. Yeah. 
They they never they didn't grow up together because the mother was a junkie and the other kid got put into a not a foster home, but he went with his father and then she had another kid. They found out that their brothers, both of them junkies, mother died from an OD. Wow, that is so sad. Wow. So more the mother than the father. Because yeah, he said saying, he was. I was like, "Is it genetic?" He was like, "No, my father was just an alcoholic." <laughs> oh God, <laughs> He's just an alcoholic. I didn't mean right. to laugh at that. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it could mostly leads to mother. But the fathers usually have some problem with alcoholism. Well, because they're addicted people are usually attracted to other addicted, addicted people. people. But, but I will also think that was she there. using while she was pregnant with both of them, and they got hooked on it. And they got hooked the girl's on mother used baby. to sell her out. When she was four and five years old. Oh, oh that's nightmares. horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. She was like, what are you sh- going to do with all of this footage? I'll sell it and make some money. I'm going to exploit her. Jason Cross, exploiter in chief. Right. Right. No, uh, I'm definitely going to do a doc to it, a doc for it. I'm editing it now, but. I mean, honestly, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. It's just a lot of information to digest. And I'm not even touching the surface of some of the shit they told me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. One guy's about to lose an arm. He had an abscess, and he has this long scar down his arm. And he's probably going to lose it because it's infected. I thought they had like needle exchanges and stuff. Them niggas don't do like, that. They they shoot with each other. That's why <laughs> I was like, y'all that. share these needles. He was like, yeah, you know, I'm worried about getting blood tested. I already have Hep C. I was like, okay. Because I thought that was the whole point of like a needle exchange was so that they when they're fixing though, you have to see them. They're like focused. Like honestly, well, I think if you could get a junkie to work for you, exchange are people who are probably trying to get their lives together, or you know, trying to to step back into yeah. society, go into something that is like organized and has some kind of structure to it, and, right. or at least that's going to lower their they chances like, of dying on the. They side. like the freedom. Right. The guy was like, "I like the freedom out here." The guy that saved the girl to, from sex to, trafficking. To being on the street. Yeah. He's like, no headaches, no bills. I'm having. He was having fun. He loves the shit. Wow. And, and so other, like, so their entire income is what? Like robbing? So if you're in, now, if you're in Times Square and you see the people with signs. Uh, yeah. Homeless. Handling, they, they, all they, of them are junkies. They, Every last one of them. They make money. They make, I work in Times They told Square. me they make like $300 it's a day. people. So I'm guessing it's like junkie lies. I'm guessing like 75 a day. Mm-hmm. But some of them have $100 a day habits. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure the girl hooks on the side. Right. And they boost. The They'll go down to Macy's out and boost some stuff. They're prostitutes too. Like he's like talking about the. I don't think the they're junkies that, though. Uh, they like paint like their boobs like American flags and like are just like out in Times Square topless. They're not on they're drugs prost- though, are they? No, I think they're just prostitutes. One of them got arrested for prostitution. Yeah, that's how I saw her getting arrested. Like, yeah. and I saw her pimp was like going ham, and it was just this is what these people do. Yeah, and I they, took a picture like, of one of them. I did too. I did too. They'll be like, "Don't take my fucking picture for free." I right, them, exactly. I no. saw them getting on this German I guy so like, bad. Come on, Papa, you're not just gonna, uh, you know, take that picture. Give me like eight dollars. Yep. Got got. <laughs> Gave her eight dollars for the picture. I mean, but you got your titties out, so <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything was out. Everything was out. But yeah, New York is going back to the old New York. Like honestly, I'm. At first, I, I thought so it was going to be like Disney over there, but it's, no. it's starting Have to you been get on Broadway? grimy. It's starting to get kind of grimy over yeah, there. Broadway exactly. between 34th and 42nd, after the sun goes down, is like junkie city. Mm-hmm. Really? Fuck yeah! Yeah, Seventh Avenue was becoming that way time. too. 
All the time. What? Seventh Avenue is becoming that way too. Between Forty really? Second and about Thirty Ninth. Eighth Avenue is really bad. Eighth Avenue always been shitty. Eighth I hate Avenue that street. is like bad. <laughs> but it's just all junkies over there. All young white suburban kids. The hookers. I haven't seen yeah. hookers. But it the, the thing that is interesting to me is now there seems to be, because so many of these people are of that background that you just mentioned, there seems to be an interest in addiction. Well, that's the thing, is that yes. there's been a problem in quote-unquote inner cities and heroin since the 70s. And when the faces of heroin were black and brown, these people were criminals and they were thrown in jail and lives were ruined because of their addiction. And now that, um, you know, Becky Jones and her mom and her grandma are addicted to heroin out in fucktown illinois now it's like well you know um these people are not uh criminals they have an illness they have (laughs) a disease they have a sickness and so um i feel very torn about the whole thing right i resent it you know, because I feel like... I resent it majorly. Because people have been coming to great. me, and they're like, oh, it's a heroin epidemic. It's so sad. I'm like, when that shit was in Harlem, y'all didn't right. get Right, in the 80s, Now all of a sudden, I'm supposed to be sad. Oh, right. But honestly, I think it's somewhat of a plot. Well, it was a plot when, when it was in Right, they did it, it, they was, did it to it take down... It was traffic the, to us. It was it was. And I think they're doing that because us. white kids were shooting up movies and they were getting very active in political things and they said, we have to sedate them. It's frequently think used about it. to sedate, sedate political action. They did it in China. Mm. They did it during the civil rights movement. They're doing it now. And we go to war with the country that produces 80% of opium, which was mm. Afghanistan. Right. Now, all of a sudden, the streets are flooded with it. I mean, put two and two together. Where's the shit coming from? Right. The number two producer? Doubt it. That's it. So, like, now here's my my, my thing, though. It's that, like, from a uh, legal political perspective, if we are now going to deem that these heroin addicts are no longer criminals and that these people are just sick... What are we going to do with all the people that are in jail that are sick? Ma- Marissa, I Depends am so on their skin color. because also... <laughs> right. It's bullshit. I, 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 it, what, you're, what you're bringing up is really horrific in my mind because also, there, for me, I notice that there is, there's actually a judge show on where the judge is high. And people are talking about the uh, uh, dealing with marijuana as entrepreneurs. But, at, I mean, on large-scale basis, you know, places where it's legalized. And there are people who have had their lives ruined, ruined. over a $10 a bag. A heroin, a, a yeah. Pot, a just pot. 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 She's yeah. talking about just I'm pot. talking pot. about, you know, all of these people who, who are talking about being entrepreneurs with, with pot. And people have been getting stopped and shaken down and frisked and... And, and, and it, what do you do? Like, incarcerated so over minor amounts. What do you as do? a society, like, what do we do? Because well, you we say as a society so or as black people? 
I'm saying Because I know as white as kids that get caught with fucking eight balls and walk home the next the police drive them yeah. home. Yeah. Right. And, but this is that, that shot up the church. The dude kills eight people in the church. They take them to KFC. I put this is Burger King. Because he is Jason, you know better than that. He's not well, even you can have it your way. <laughs> He's a southern boy. Is, this is what I'm talking about is as a society, if we decide as a society that we're going to legalize marijuana and that it's no longer a crime. They got to roll it all back. They got to roll so all of those arrests do, back. But this is, and this is why I'm they, saying as some a society, out, because we as, as citizens are going to have to fight and, and, and go to our legislators and say to them, okay, we've decided that pot is no longer a crime. What are we going to do with all these people that have been in jail for years for doing what is now considered legal? Not only and legal, but a a, a, a a taxable situation. But now and you're talking about hardened yeah. criminals now, too, though. <laughs> right. And that now, are hardened criminals. But and now if they here's come the out, next thing, right? And they can't get jobs. You spent 10 years in jail for weed. You're now let out because weed is now legal. Who in their right mind is not going to sue? And we are the ones that are going to have to pay. We're going to have to pay. I don't think they're going to make money from the lawsuit, though, because it was illegal when they did it. But it's not illegal now. But that is more of a... All that shit is just to get rid of the warrior class. So if there was ever any civil war, they locked up the people that would grab guns and do anything. I mean, at this particular point in time, it's always been about killing the warrior class. You know, when they used to break slaves, they used to get the biggest, baddest one, tie both legs to a horse, and let them separate the guy, and everybody else would be like, Look what they did to that nigga. Draw and quarter. But in this day and age, your person going out, getting guns, shooting up an entire like theater, probably has Asperger's and not a friend in the world. So I don't mm. think that's, that's a, a lot of that's class. a lot of teenage white boys. And I was gonna though. say, and that's a, that's a white kid. That's a lot of well, teenage that's what white I'm boys. Saying, but uh-huh. that's those are the people. Like honestly, I have more fear for a, a a mentally ill white man between the ages of fifteen to thirty than I do any Muslim I've ever seen. I ag- I agree to that absolutely. And that's why they keep them high with the heroin. They start them off with the pills, and they start shooting that shit. Yeah, but these guys are not on heroin. They're on a white supremacy cloud. They think that you know. That's because the supremacists got them first and put them in their army. It's the same kind of god uh, fear that people think that these ISIS people have. They're on the same god kick, except different gods. But it's it's the same thing whereas like, you know, you've got your radical Islamists that is like, you know, jihad, death to the infidel. And then you've got your radicalized Christian that's like white supremacist, death to brown people. And they're on the same kick, but just on different color spectrums. The thing is, though, I mean, it's obvious what's going on. You just have to look at how our government responds to it. If any group was a terrorist group, it would be the KKK. They can still be active. They can hold meetings. 
So it shows you what kind of government we're under. But if you're going by kill counts, that terrorist group is our Christian. police department. Uh, yeah. yeah, KKK oh, has a lot department. of murders under their belt, too. Christian. So does the police department. So does a lot of places. I mean, more so than asking what the government is going to do, we have to figure out how we're going to protect ourselves. Like you said earlier, I mean the government's not gonna. Guns. Yeah, the government's not gonna protect us. Well, at least not in sessions as head of the Department of Justice. We can't expect. Uh, well, I'm just saying, KKK protection. Huge terrorist group. They have a they have a, a legacy of being a terrorist group, and they're still allowed to operate openly. Oh. I mean, like really, pretty openly. They can well, you know, convinced. that's what I think is is very sad. Is that. Uh, this election seems to have emboldened people whether or not uh, this guy who's in the White House has uh, accepts their endorsements or endorsed them. People feel emboldened by his his presidency. I mean, it's it's as it's as blatant, at, you know, as people yelling, you know, it's like used to be when they were doing Giuliani time. Now it's like Trump time. Yeah. And you can say and do as you have always wanted Want to, to. Yeah. Well, and That's and I felt the uh, I felt the direction of the wind change even on election night because I was doing a show at the Creek in the Cave, <laughs> and I I always bring this shit up because it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was doing a show at the Creek in the Cave, and there was I waiting in line for the bathroom. I'm back and forth, back and forth. Someone's still in the bathroom. And at this point, they're in the bathroom for like 20 minutes, which is just like there's one bathroom working in the creek in the cave. And that's Obama's fault. Obviously, (laughs) this person is partaking in in sex or drugs. You know, you need to get out of this bathroom. So like I knocked on the door and, you know, I wasn't even being like aggressive about it. I was just knocking the door. Hey, are you right in there? Like and like. So the person comes out and they're like, uh, is there a problem? And I was just like, do you have a problem? It's just like, I don't have a problem. Do you have a problem? I'm like, no, I don't have a problem. Have a good night. Went to the bathroom, did my business under three minutes because that's how long it takes when you're just using the bathroom. I get out, and so then she's talking to some of my friends, and then she's like, oh, that's her. And so they were just like, oh, this girl wants to fight you. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) It's like, yeah, so, like, Becky West Coast wants to fight me. And so I I was just like, "Uh, are you all right? And she's like, like, well, I just think there's, like, a misunderstanding. I just think that, that like, there's a problem. And I think, we like, we need to talk about it. And I was just like, are you good? And then she's like, like, well, I think we need to talk. And I'm like, I'm fine. And I just walked away. <laughs> like, I don't need to talk about shit. Marissa, I can't night. believe that happened in, uh, around the bathroom. I was in a Starbucks Wilding time on away on my on my phone before an appointment, right? And a Starbucks employee was knocking on the bathroom door, just you know, just like you told me, because someone had been in there for quite some time. And when they finally came out, two people finally came out, oh. and the guy called him a nigger and cursed him as he was walking out. And I'm sitting there. All the other people there were like. 
minding, did not bat an eyelash. And I, I said to him, I saw what happened. I said, if, if anything comes up around this, I gave him my card. I said, you know, you know, please, you know, get in touch with me because I saw what What happened. happened. I, you were saying how like if people are just able to just say whatever they want to say. This the trans woman. There's a trans woman on the train a few weeks back, and um, I just got done doing this show. And this guy gets on the train. He like points at her and goes, "You're what's fucking wrong with America?" And like you're disgusting. And then I was like, I had my headphones in. This woman's just sitting there minding her own business. A train like at nine o'clock at night, completely packed. Nobody's saying anything at all, and so I had to walk up to her. I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, "Shut the fuck up!" Talking to her, and I told him, I said, "What you think this is a Trump America? You could just say whatever the fuck you want to say, right?" And he was like, "What?" He was just, like looking at me like this white guy, and I was just, like, "Look, you want to call me a nigger now, don't you? Don't you?" I was, like, "Say it, fucking whoop your ass right now on this train." Rodney got his cape on. It's too much like this super black cape. It infuriated me to see this guy just like you know degrading this woman that wasn't doing any to him at all just sitting on the train just sitting on the train and it was just that yeah i was like yeah <laughs> like i had to do that but no it was that that's the type of world that we live in that people feel like they could just come up to you and just say whatever and just like do whatever but that's the thing is that and here's like i find on social media because kind of like going back to what you're saying it's like everybody's got to be on social media and now and then i'll post something on like twitter and i feel like twitter is a cesspool of human excrement and it's <laughs> it is, um, and you can buy followers for the cesspool. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. At least they won't like fucking say shit to you. But like, I, I, I was like, you know, I, I. Whenever there's something like big trending, I try to get on because you're trying to get followers, you're trying to get your name out there, you're trying to do all this shit, and I get these like all right people that like start like commenting back and it's like you know something i will see tremendously racist uh misogynistic sexist uh comments on twitter i don't respond to them like i'm just like you're human garbage i don't talk to shit shit can't talk back like i don't even bother myself with it but these people, if you say anything that has a hint or air of enlightenment or center, uh, it, it's like that they're just they're trying to go in. They're trying to go in. And um, it's always like insane to me, like the things that they will say to you and you call them a troll and they're just like, oh, well, you're you're calling me names. It's like. <laughs> You just told me I had the hair of a gorilla and, and I was born to a monkey, but I call you a troll and now I'm calling you a name and you're telling me I'm triggered. And one thing that I think is always so interesting, though, is that they're so racist they can't call me a snowflake. Like, you know what I mean? It's like I'm obviously a liberal, like, you know, quote unquote feminist, social justice warrior, but I'm black so i they, they can't call me a, a, a liberal and they can't call me a snowflake and they can't call me a social justice li- like you know warrior because those are terms that we only call the white people that want equality you know the black people they're just being niggers 
Negrius. Absolutely. It's crazy. It's like completely crazy to me. And there are legions of these people yes. who are opening accounts and just waiting to pounce on on your expression. I joined those groups on purpose though. Just to see who it is. Who, who like there's one called Take Our Country Back. They even have oh. a questionnaire before you get on. There's Trump, your president, da, 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 da. but the shit they say on there is in fucking insane. What? Yeah, man. Like, what's like what? Right, I know. <laughs> we was all like, Ooh, I'm all there. Yeah. Yeah. Something like, happened. Yeah, Everybody's right. sitting up now. They put up a, a video of an Arab dude in Muslim garb. He got into an argument with a woman or something. Da, da, da. And this dude was like, yeah, I can't stand those fucking niggers. And got like 20 likes. And I looked and I always see who likes shit and go to their page. One was a cop in Illinois. Another one, yeah. Was that account? So you know, sometimes I document the shit. <laughs> yeah, I send it in. Like, I, yeah, I mean, they didn't write anything, but if they ever write something, you can send it into their place of employment. Fuck yeah. their life up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's yeah. A, a lot of that is is in the uh, police force, but you know, when you mentioned uh, earlier about the cop who who shot himself, that's a high suicide occupation. It is. And um, it, it ruins uh, that. It, it ruins families. I mean, they, they, and a lot of uh, domestic abuse, mm-hmm. high suicide, and uh, alcoholism. Yeah, because you got you're dealing with that corruption every single day. Like, even if you're not a corrupt cop, but you're around all these other corrupt cops, like, how do you? No, your soul yourself? gets fucked up from like, doing dirty shit. True. You know what I mean? I Most like, of my alcoholics. My dad was uh, NYPD for like 25 years, and I wish that he was an alcoholic uh, because at least I could explain why he was a dick. <laughs> 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 it's like now. It's a dick for no reason. It's just like, <laughs> he, just, he, he was just a just dick because he was general a general principle. Yeah. For, for GP, he was a dick. <laughs> like least, what? Uh, I would come home to like holes punched in my room for no reason. Like, oh, what? somebody put cranberries in the stuffing, like that kind of stuff. Uh, okay. No more wire hangers. Like, oh, yeah, no shit like that. Like, wow. So like, my dad had like a photo album of all of the uh, people that uh, suspects uh, perps that he had put in the hospital in various stages of their hospitalization. So, like, you know, like, oh, this one's got their jaw wired shut. This one's in a coma. This one has a black eye. Like a scrapbook? Yeah, it was, like, on the coffee table. It had to be on the coffee table at all times. Otherwise, someone would have a shit. That would be another hole in the wall. Damn. Do you think there was like a uh, chemical imbalance or some hormonal thing that was causing? He that? was in Nam, and so like oh. my my mom always says that like he was a completely different person when before. he came back. Yeah, because so like my parents m- like met before he went away, and so like sh- she said that like when he came back, he was just like a different. Well, they drugged them. They drugged mo- most soldiers. Mm-hmm. They try out drugs. Especially and Nam. Nam was like notorious. Yeah, they that. drug them. Yeah, and but, then there is just the the 
the the the, the enormity of just war, war, just being there, the madness, war. Yes. Uh, of war, but in addition to the uh, access to drugs and those um, tests. And projects where you're actually guinea pigs. So I would that, like to say that that was a problem, but he was a mechanic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel your pain, Marissa. You know what I'm saying? I feel your it's pain, like, baby. I I understand you guys are you know. <laughs> where is that wrench? Where's the motherfucking carburetor? <laughs> Why not starting? <laughs> yeah, I I mean I I feel that you're trying to give him an out, but it, you know something. You just fixing shit. It's not that big, boo boo. Um, so we actually we're gonna have to wrap this up, and I'm gonna say this before she starts giving me the bitch get off the fucking mic uh, face. But uh, <laughs> we're all gonna have to do this. It's been so much fun, and thank you for staying with us the whole time. Oh yeah, it's been a, a tremendous time. And again, I'm gonna have to ask you where you got your glasses when we get off, um, Rondo. Where can everyone see you next? Hear about your projects? Follow oh my you gosh! On I'm social so media. excited. Thank Not you. Not that you haven't been plugging yourself the whole time, but <laughs> yes. this is like, the plug, rightful plug, place plug, to plug. Put- at Rhonda <laughs> Handsome on Twitter.com. Um, plug I'm, the entire fucking. Oh, thank thing. you. Okay. I'm really excited. I'm going to be part of a uh, comedy marathon at the Brooklyn Museum coming up uh, this month. Sweet and. and uh, that that's uh, that's going to be uh, a lot of fun. I'm around. I have rondahandsome.com as my website. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. What are your handles? Uh, at Rhonda Handsome on Twitter. Rondaful on Instagram. Uh, Rhonda Handsome Comedy. And and I. I try to keep my my page with just this, you know, where where I'm appearing, and um, but you know, my personal thing. I do have stuff about Ditritus Prompt. I don't I don't call his name. I just call him Ditrit Ditritus Prompt. Well, what does that stand for? Yeah, it it stands for your president. That's not yeah. my president. But um, just I'm I'm on a lot of social media, and I, I I'm actually on Twitter. I'm new on Twitter, and and I I, I ask people to follow me because I need some twits to read my twat, and I um want, <laughs> I, I, you know, I I want followers, and I I don't want to have to pay for them. So um, come out and see me. I'm going to be at uh, Mist in Harlem. That's on 116th Street. Uh, uh, doing their uh, poetry and punchlines series, and uh, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. And I just, you know, I just like being able to to do my thing and and uh, have a good time, and hopefully, you know, make some folks laugh. So, you know, I'm doing that around town. Awesome! awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Rodney Daniels. Um, you can catch me at. Uh... Greenwich uh, Comedy Club, March 25th, with you, Marissa Smith. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice line. Yeah, for Fashion Be Funny. And then um, I'm actually hosting a show at Broadway Comedy Club April 4th, so check that out, 8 p.m. Jason Cross. Check me out at Laugh at First Sight. Sight is spelled S I T E. I'm going to be at Max Fish on March the 23rd for Aaron Putnam's show. Uh, catch me at Greenwich Village Comedy Club, 6 o'clock on March the 25th for Fashionably Funny. 
And catch us every single Friday from 6 to 8 right here on FLO Empire Radio for Big Talk and Brewskies. Have a good weekend, you guys. Be safe. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. We love you. We'll talk to you later. See you next Friday. Resist. Bye. <laughs> Resist. Resist. <laughs>